it's crazy to see that person a year ago that came in and said, all I drink is Coors Light. Yeah. And now they're in here drinking IPAs and oh, stouts nice. and pour, you know, so their palate over a year has just done a total 180. Welcome to Tap That AZ, the show where you get to meet the awesome people behind the best craft beverages across the state of Arizona. I'm your host, Eric Walters. In this episode, I do something a little bit different, something special to me. I travel back to where I grew up in Ohio, and I hit up a brewery who's changing the way that small-town Ohio drinks its beer. When I grew up, we didn't have craft beer. We didn't even know craft beer existed. To us, craft beer was Killian's. That was as crazy as we got. We drank a lot of Bush Light, Natty Light, a lot of that crap. But uh, these guys are really doing some cool stuff. So let's tap into Birdfish Brewing Company. Guys. Thanks for joining me, man. Oh, yeah. No problem. This is pretty awesome. Who do I have? Introduce yourselves. Uh, you got Greg Snyder. And uh, Jared Channel. All right. You guys are two of the three owners, right? Right. Two-thirds yep. of the ownership. Was the other guy here earlier? No. Uh, no, that was just a buddy. Okay. Because yeah. I saw, I was sitting in the back parking lot, like, just kind of waiting. I don't like right. to be, like, super right, early. Right, right, yeah. And then I just saw some guy in a t-shirt, like, running yeah. out. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> no, we're the, we're the lucky ones so far that get to be in here mostly full-time. So. Ah, nice. Yeah. What's the other guy doing? Does he work? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. You guys get to run this place, huh? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. nice. No, he lives in his mom's basement. Does he? Doesn't wake up till noon, so. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's like the Will Ferrell character, right. the guy. Yeah. 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 So, uh, <laughs> so you guys started in what 2015, right? Yeah, we opened commercially in 2015. We've been okay. homebrewing together for about seven years, previously in Jared's garage. Oh, really? So nice. we would, uh, you know, family friends would come over homebrew days. We'd. Brewing on the same Blickman system, just on a smaller scale at that point, doing okay. 12 and a half gallon batches. Okay. And, uh, you know, people would come out, we'd brew one, two, three, four batches of beer that day, you know, have cornhole barbecue, and, nice. you know, every time they come back, that beer that we brewed previously would be on tap. You know, they'd yeah. throw a donation in the guitar, so we just kept it going, and too many people were, you guys got to do something with this, so... Yeah. So we started looking, and I mean, it took us a year and a half to find this location. Yeah. To really get locked down. Are you guys all in Columbiana here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, most just on the outskirts of Columbiana. So we all okay. grew up here, went to school here. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And you guys were making such good beer that people were like, "You got to make a business out yeah. of this." Yeah. yeah. Were you guys doing like normal stuff, or were you kind of? Because you guys uh, do some still, pretty wacky shit here. Yeah. Still <laughs> yeah. doing. Yeah. Still. I mean, that was the thing. We were always experimenting. Yeah. I mean, just doing crazy stuff that. You know, half the time, people never heard of, you know, are you kidding me? <laughs> right. You're putting that in there? <laughs> yeah. Like putting mushrooms yeah. into a beer? Yeah. How's that going to turn out? Yeah. 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 You did that? Yeah. How did that turn out? Uh, we've, awesome. We sell, it's it one of just, our... Yeah, it was just on last week. Just oh, kids. really? Yeah. Nice. Shiitake mushrooms, sheephead mushrooms. Nice, yeah. man. That's crazy. Yeah. Just and did you... one in the back. We got Del Pickle, yeah. Del Pickle Goza in the back right now. Really? So. Yeah. Just keep doing weird stuff like that yeah. it gets people's interest and right. why not yeah 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 i think i think that sometimes people are too safe with it oh yeah you know yeah. um and i mean when you get to a point where you have those flagships those two or three that you know right. yeah you want that right. consistency but why right. not do right. some crazy right. shit right yeah. right yeah you mentioned uh what was it a mango yeah we do a 
it's called the Ganesh Mango Peppercorn IPA. Okay. So a lot of people really, really enjoy that. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, with our beers is, you know, basically as soon as they're ready, they're hitting the tap. So there's no, you know, everything's fresh. I yeah. mean, you know, that mango peppercorn from 10 days, 12 days after it's brewed, it's being served. Yeah. So it's, I mean, nothing's sitting around. It's constantly, we're just... We're rocking and rolling through it, so. Nice. And you guys, how many did you guys have in the first year? Like 70? Since we've opened 2015, about we've 70. got about 70, 75 different style beers that we have right. registered with the state of Ohio. Right. So. What do you mean registered? So I didn't even that. So that, every yeah. beer you have to register with the state. Okay. Basically, telling, letting them know ABV, you know, mm. and uh, the name to ensure that it doesn't conflict with another beer that's in like a trademark kind of thing yeah 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 huh interesting so do you have do you have a log of all the recipes for all those ones that you've done yeah we have a log from when we started home brewing so oh really it's like yeah nice nice so i thought it was crazy when uh when i heard you guys opened up um that first of all i thought columbiana was a dry town right it was it it was for a long time right so with our what we have is an a1c breweries license so it's actually looked upon as a manufacturing license so it's issued by the state there's no liquor permit involved there's nothing you know we go in front of the city council and you know planning commission and get approval okay to basically have our business in city limits and follow their guidelines and you know whatever we have to do for the city but right they it's all issued by the state of ohio so as long as the building was never permitted to be able to brew or distill spirits or any you know liquors or alcohol Uh uh-huh there's really nothing the city can do Uh interesting stand outside and pick it (laughs) the city actually the city's been awesome you know uh Mayor Blakeman, he homebrews himself. Oh, really? Uh, there's nice. a lot of homebrewers here in town. A lot of the businesses, uh, a lot of small businesses are, you know, kind of migrating towards the downtown area. Yeah. Because they see a lot more traffic, a lot more that younger culture that's being attracted downtown. Right. So, uh, and even the businesses, that, you know, because Columbiana has been known for, you know, kind of antique culture. Right. A lot of antique shops and everything. Yep. And, uh, you know, even those folks have, you know, just been open arms and grateful for, you know, for us coming in. And, and so, what like, we're the surrounding the shops and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's been nice. good. It's pretty innovative because I uh, I always wondered that because I've always been in there. I actually didn't even know craft beer existed until, like, 2007. Right. right? <laughs> I moved to Arizona. I always thought craft beer was, like, Killian's. Like, oh, yeah. dude, I'm, I'm going on. Right. I'm right. going to get a yeah. Killian's. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... But I always wondered that, like how receptive it would be right. here, because it's it's for the most part. I mean, Coors Light, Bud Light, Miller Light. Well, and that was kind of why we did what we did initially with a one barrel system, was yeah. because you have to build that culture, mm-hmm. you have to build that palette for those people that come in and say, "What do you have closest to Bud Light or Budweiser?" <laughs> right. like, yeah, I, I peed in this bottle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you you know you say, "Well, this is what we got," and you know, so they and it's crazy to see that person a year ago that came in and said all i drink is coors light yeah and now they're in here drinking ipas and oh, nice. stouts and pour, you know so their palate over a year has just 
done a total 180. Yeah. And it's it's pretty cool to see see that. That is because that's interesting because you guys have to had to develop that 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 culture like right. you said like right. for a lot of places it's just like hey I know what I like right. I come in I want to get this I want to get right. that right. or they're like yeah. I want what you don't have right. how right. do I get you there? right right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah nice man but people yeah. have been pretty receptive oh yeah. yeah yeah and I think too you know the atmosphere you know you you come yeah. in and it's you know it's a it's a comfortable it's a cool atmosphere we do it live is. music every Friday Saturdays yep. so and there's really nowhere in town that you can go and really have what you get here at Birdfish, so yeah. I think that you know attracts people as well. Yeah. And uh, then once you get in, once you get them here, then you start working on them and you know developing their palate. And, yeah. Because even like you know somebody that comes in and that can't even drink your lightest beer, we do like a Rattler or Shandy where we uh, get lemonade from All Good Things next door. Okay. And we'll split half beer, half lemonade to where you know that's where they start and then. Yeah. Over time, they they start getting into you know a Pilsner or counting the pale ale or yeah whatever. So. Next thing you're drinking the ghost right. ghost is that how you Goza. say it? Goza. Yeah. Goza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's quite. That's a something that's starting to really take off in this area. Yeah. Um, and it's just <clears throat> like Greg was saying, it's just adjusting your taste buds. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, now, like everybody's asking for it at the local you know bottle shops and everything and. Yeah, uh, and it's fun to, to play around, and do different things with them too. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's a whole like I don't. I mean, maybe a couple of years ago, those kind of started taking off, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. There's a place in Arizona. It's probably one of the more like I, I guess like innovative place. Arizona Wilderness. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. These guys are doing some crazy shit over there. But uh, they the first goes I had was there and right. I tasted it I'm like oh my god this is like stomach acid yeah, <laughs> yeah. right yeah. it was like yeah. oh, I'm like yeah. I don't know I don't know and then, armpit sweat was my first one <laughs> yeah I was like yeah yeah, yeah. okay well, I'm glad to know that yeah. I'm not the only one that, that <laughs> was not I, I think you find that you know it, it's becoming one of those new brands or those new style of beers yeah. so people they want to do those brew them mm-hmm. and it's like either you, you hit them or you don't yeah and it's like i've had some awesome ones and i've had some yeah armpit sweat ones and it's <laughs> yeah sweat. that's yeah good, i'm gonna steal that if you yeah, don't mind yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um so you guys do you guys specialize in loggers i thought there was something that i read that like kind of is or is that what you started with or so we do do loggers you know okay. the thing about loggers and what the way we're brewing here mm-hmm. and how fast we go through you know loggers and pilsners the lagering yeast that we use you have to ferment lower temperatures and it takes longer yeah. so we just had our uh our uh red flag penguin pilsner okay which uh that kind of goes back to all of us are from this area youngstown state university yeah penguins that's kind of where we started birdfish name Oh, I, wonder, I was wondering that. Okay. Was, uh, all of us are from this area, okay. and uh, you got Youngstown State Penguins, and then you got Pittsburgh Penguins, and we're kind of central. Yeah. And I believe those are the only like college and professional teams that have a penguin as a mascot. So yeah. You know, this came back. This came as we were homebrewers. We've mm-hmm. always had this name. So, oh, so you, you had yeah, the name? Yeah. Before. So yeah, the name. Nice. So. So that's kind of where the penguin came from, and then birdfish came from. You know, it's a penguin's 
kind of like a bird, kind of like a fish. Which <laughs> right. one is it? Is? Yeah. is it? So that's where birdfish came from. Okay. And then when we were going through to, uh, you know, kind of commercialize everything, and uh, you know, we actually sat down and started second guessing. Is that the right name? And we started thinking of other names and for the business, and it always just came back to birdfish. So yeah. it, it really stuck, and you know, it's it's pretty cool yeah people like it so i like it it's different yeah it's different. but the loggers you know it's it takes a while like i said the mango peppercorn you could have it turned around in 10 12 days oh yeah where these loggers they take you know anywhere from 30 to 45 days to, oh really so you got okay. you know we got nine 42 gallon fermenters and two 27 gallon fermenters that we're utilizing here in this one barrel system so trying to go through and just keep up with everything yeah. and you've got that fermenter being taken up that long right. it's so we don't do as many pilsners and lagers as we would like to do okay just because of the fact of just trying to you know yeah. brew as they kind of take up that real estate that yeah. you kind of need yeah and there's less room for error with those right, too right, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but yeah we did a uh, a blueberry donut dark lager okay um, where we actually put 13 <coughs> blueberry donuts in the beer. And, uh, it was straight in, too, right? Oh yeah, like, right. you just, I've yeah. seen that. I always thought, yeah. it's like, what did they use? Some extracts? Right. Some place yeah. probably yeah. used some right. sort of right. extracts. Yeah, no, these were. Dump loaves of bread yeah. and shit in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, open the box and pour them in, you know. Yeah. So, you guys uh, also do, like, uh, the, what is the Firkin, Firkin Friday? Do you guys still do those? Yeah, so. Yeah, that? yeah we have a cask. <laughs> I like the name. I thought that's a, yeah. a cask. Yeah, it's hit and miss. <laughs> yeah. You know, we do, we, we purchase the cask. So, okay. we, you know, we'll sometimes, I think we've done, what, two or three of them so far. Yeah. You really got to plan ahead for them. It's, right. So, what you do, um, you have to, when you're fermenting a beer, you have to catch it right before it's done drink. fermenting. And uh, Irish red. Yeah, yeah. You put it in this cask, and it builds up its own pressure, so it carbonates itself naturally. Oh, okay. And so what is a cask? Is it is it a, some sort of keg? Yeah. Okay. So gotcha. basically, it's a nine. I think it's a nine-gallon keg. Okay. And you got these wooden bungs that you tap in there, so you fill it up, seal it off. It finishes fermenting. You could throw hops in it at that time to okay. do some sort of dry hop, or you could throw fruit in. I mean, it's pretty much whatever you want to right. do. Um, <laughs> and then. You let it finish fermenting, then you cool it, and uh, you just tap it with a with a, a spigot. Just kind of hammer it in, and oh, it pours okay. itself out. You want to serve it right around 50 degrees. Okay. And uh, it's a whole different style, and you know it definitely doesn't appeal to the, you know your your Bud Light drinkers who right. want <laughs> ice cold beers and right. stuff like that. But yeah. Um, it's a neat thing, and yeah, you know, we got T-shirts and pine glasses and stuff made up, and people, you know, yeah. love all that stuff. So nice. Um, I think we've just done IPAs with it. Um, you can do pretty much any style of beer with it, but um, IPAs are fun because you dry hop and you get extra flavor and stuff. Oh, gotcha. Um, and it's like um, small, small batch, right? Like, so you you tap that, and that's pretty much done that night or within a couple of days is that kind of how it works well we do a whole batch of it like so we brew 31 gallons of it oh gotcha and then okay. right before it's done fermenting i just take nine off of that 31 oh i see what you're saying so yeah. we still have some of the base beer that we okay. normally carbonate and, and uh do you know normal way but right. we'll have nine gallons of this specialty beer and, and usually we throw hops in it or, you know yeah you could throw oak in it you could throw you know whatever so yeah and it's just pretty much 
up for that day. Once it's, you know, you got to drink it that day. And, you know, because the way it is, it just goes flat. It gets warm. And, yeah. I like what you guys are doing. You guys are, like, creating demand, though, because I, I, you have a small system. But, uh, like you said, you're developing people's palates and, and getting people opened up to this craft beer thing. Right. And I think it's cool that you guys are, like, creating, building that pressure. Like, I don't want to say pressure, but that demand. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. It's yeah. And like strategic. you said before, you know, we were, uh, initially, we were only open Saturdays. Yeah. So. Okay, yeah. And then we went to Fridays, and then probably a month ago, four or five weeks ago we went to opening Thursdays so yeah that kind of people have to kind of schedule their plans around us because we're not open every day right and we can't open every day or we'd we'd run out of beers right yeah (laughs) yeah it's what we're struggling with now but yeah like you said people are wanting us to open up every week or every day yeah Yeah. not possible (laughs) it's kind of a good problem to have though yeah 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 like, oh, man, sorry, we're selling out of everything we own. Exactly. <laughs> right, yeah. 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 But you guys do some cool stuff. You do the Furkin Fridays. Um, tell me more about, like, the music. So that's – I follow you guys on Instagram right. like, 2,000 miles away. Right. But I love watching the videos of right, like, the right, bands right. you guys get. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, every Friday, Saturday nights, we got live music right here in the tasting room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, the other owner, he kind of runs all that side of okay. the business with entertainment and just because he – he plays and he's into that but uh but yeah i mean we get people reaching out to us facebook stopping in the brewery all the time that uh you know they want want to play here and yeah it's just a cool atmosphere it's small mm-hmm. you know people get into it so it's just it's a fun atmosphere they enjoy playing you know here because people get into it and, yeah and all that so. oh yeah, yeah right yeah. right yeah so yeah we're uh you know it's we we've got everything here set up, so basically all they have to do is bring their instruments and plug in, and yeah. they're good to go. So nice. And you're yeah. the you're the sound engineer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we do have a sound engineer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, not so before. much. He yeah. was telling me before we started recording that uh, somebody asked him if he was the sound engineer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she was from Cleveland or Columbus or something. Yeah. yeah. You just start turning knobs and I shit. I told her here. Yeah. Turned it off Hold my head. beer. Let me get her. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So um, yeah. one other thing that I noticed, too, I love, like, the growlers you guys do. So you got those ceramic growlers. Um, there was one that I saw that was, uh, like, a pumpkin. Pumpkin. Man, yeah. that was badass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we have a lady here local that uh-huh. uh, does ceramic. Uh, and uh, so we got hooked up with her. And uh, Nice. Was that a, is that a, oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. So I got a growler in my hand here that is, like, a, it's a hop, right? Yeah. Is that what you call it? A hop yep. bud? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Is so that a one of a kind? Is that a... Yeah, she's just hitter? starting to experiment <laughs> with it, yeah. Yeah, so she uh, she's local here, Columbiana, and uh, she's got her own little place in her house that she does ceramic work, and yeah. we got hooked up with her, and you know start talking about growlers and she had no idea even what a growler was yeah so we had to educate her on that and try you know trial and error work through the issues we were having you know and uh because you know typically you know when you fill these they're under pressure so you have to ensure that there's no cracks and the forms that she's making is you know it's it's right and the Mm -hmm. lids are fitting down right because if not you know obviously you've got pressurized carbonated 
alcohol in there. So, yeah. So it was a, you know, work to get her, but she picked up on it quick. And I mean, now that she's got her own business, Columbiana Growler LLC here in Columbiana that she's, she's making growlers for other, other breweries. And, uh, she's got, she's even shipped a few out to the West coast, I think. Yeah. Oh, really? Like custom made, like like multiple ones or like one-offs or pretty much one-offs. Like people that she knows that's moved out out there, you know, they kind of follow her and listen. Yeah. Yeah. So they order some and she ships them and. But yeah, she uh, she quit her day job and she's doing it full time. So man, that's so awesome. She was a little yeah ner- nervous of it about yeah. it, but well, I'm sure. I mean, anything like that. Right, I'm sure, right, you guys were nervous right, opening the right. place, place, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, you you get, said you don't get nervous. When you get nervous, you just <laughs> drink five more beers. And yeah, exactly. It, so it takes all the nerves away. Yeah, it always does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, now, do you guys um, distribute? I remember asking you this before. Yeah. So uh, right now, just with the volume of what we're able to our output to yeah people coming in and drinking in-house we're set up with three different places here around the area village pump and canfield okay uh the riser bar and grill there canfield boardman area right on western reserve and then uh uh, lock 24 down in lisbon okay Uh, so so if we have it that's kind of where it's going out but uh you know there's some weeks that we just you know if we have a busy weekend we just don't have it to distribute so right so that's really, uh, you know, we are looking for growth and expansion currently. Uh, we just leased a second location right around the corner here in Columbiana. Oh, so, nice. so we're going to be going to a 10-barrel system to where then we can really start distribution and, yeah. you know, maybe even open a couple more days a week or so. So Yeah, nice. And there's not, I mean, from what I saw, there's not a lot of competition around here, right? No. No, and, you know, that's the thing. Yeah, you got numbers in Lisbon. There actually is another uh, Bricks and Brews that's opening here in Columbiana right on Main Street. Okay. Uh, They're going to do wine. Um, They're going to do some other things. But, uh, you know, you you look at, you know, in the realm of competition, it's like, you know, look at Asheville, North Carolina, for instance. They have the most craft breweries per capita than anywhere, my understanding. So, before we really started going and looking you know for space we went we took a trip down there eight hours away to go to craft breweries right and you're not going to go eight hours away for to hit up one or two breweries but when you can go for a weekend hit up 15 breweries yeah you know it's worth the trip and that was really the inspiration because there was guys down there in an old mechanic shop fermenting in six gallon plastic buckets oh wow and it's like Dude, we're home brewing on nicer stuff than that. So <laughs> yeah, we're like, we can do this, yeah. 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 So when we got that's back, that was really, you know, it was like, all right, yeah, we're gonna do it. Is that motivation? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's um the, I don't know, man, the craft beer scene is just exploding. And out in Arizona, uh, it's doubled. So I've been out there almost ten years. Right. It's doubled. But what I've noticed is really cool is the community's really, um, it's really like great like um i don't know the word i'm looking for like camaraderie it's not right, like competition right, like, right. i'm gonna cut your yeah. freaking right. electric off you know right, right, right. <laughs> people are collaborating and stuff Have oh you yeah guys yeah so we do that? a lot of collaboration with local businesses like i said uh, for like that shandy rattler mm-hmm. we source our lemonade through all good things next door okay. which is a uh, organic uh, food oh, kind nice. of a grocer yeah and uh they have a little bar yeah. where they do like sandwiches and stuff but okay. you know a lot of our fruits and stuff we'll source through them um you know generations coffee here right on main street we yep. get their cold brew uh, we do our generations cold brew milk stout on nitrogen nice. so we get their cold brew and it goes in that beer yeah. um we've actually uh 
Josh and uh, uh, Nicole Ice and Jared's sister, Justina, they just started a company called Brewhound Products. Oh, really? Where they take our spent grain uh-huh. and actually make dog treat trail mix. Really? For dogs. Nice. And uh, they're looking at, you know, they've done dog, like, dog biscuits and stuff. Oh, there's bags so, up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. nice. Yeah, I'll fall if I get up on a stool right now. Yeah. Not a good idea, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, they do, like, uh, yeah, four different varieties, but uh, they source, you know, duck and chicken and turkey and beef, all organic, and then they uh, take our spent grain and uh, they make trail mix out of it. Nice. So that's just a company... Which actually in the new space, we're gonna, they're actually going to be in that space because it makes sense for them just to oh, yeah. go across the way, grab the grain, take it back, dehydrate it instead of trying to load it up in a car like they're doing now. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 So, kind of minimize that, yeah. that transportation and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, Ace Hardware, you know, we just did a collaboration with them to where really? we... Really? Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Man. They have, uh, you know pint glasses and t-shirts up there for sale and if somebody goes in and makes a purchase on any of that they can come down and get a free pint glass here so oh wow yeah so there's a lot of stuff you know it's you look at just the downtown area you know young entrepreneurs like us i mean that's all these guys are you know we got a girl that makes makes soap and stuff with our beer our hops and our grain really so she sells it here there's uh Poppy beer soap. Yeah. Nice. From, uh, yeah, Kindred Collection. She makes that. And then we're selling beef jerky from a farm right across town. Yeah. <clears throat> he makes it for us. We sell it here. Yeah. There's a girl <clears throat> up in Poland. She does uh, those little macarons, cookies. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So she got some of our dryer stout and uh, made a bunch of cookies for St. Patty's Day with them, you know. Nice, and, and, you know, that sense of things, we took... She does some orange creamsicle macarons. Uh-huh. So we got a couple dozen of those off of her, and we're going to make a, a cream ale with them. Oh, man, it's that you circle know? of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we work with the donut shop down the road, the bakery. They they actually take some of our spent grains, too, and they make um, buns and soft pretzels and stuff with them. Yeah. And we have a food truck out back every once in a while, so he'll take yeah. the soft pretzels from from them they were made with our grains he'll cover them with pulled pork and cheese and all kinds of stuff and sell them out back here so like you said that's like to me the biggest thing that's what it you know just working with everybody getting other businesses involved because it gets them excited about coming down here and telling people about us and this and that and And there's definitely a wave of you know that be local buy local drink local so it's like yeah it's all just one big community that's striving you know, basically to work together and, you know, mm-hmm. feed off each other and, yeah. you know, prosper their business. So, yeah, it's been cool to see. Uh, yeah. You know, we were just at the uh, planning commission this past week and, you know, we've had numerous times, you know, the guys up there were, you know, just thanking us and like the, just, like the city, like right, the right. Yeah. Mayor and all that of just, you know, what, what, what's going on with downtown Columbiana right now. So, yeah. and there's actually, people outside the city like grants and different things mm-hmm. you know that those people are recognizing kind of what's going on down here as well so yeah so you guys cool. are kind of at the forefront of that yeah a bit, right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so it's neat 
That's awesome, man. We keep doing what you guys are doing. This is this is amazing. Um, the beers are awesome. I told you I was going to let you know whether they were shitty or good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Nah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. you guys make some awesome beers. My, my dad's a huge fan, too. He lives in Warren, so about, what is that, 45 minutes, yeah. hour away. Um, but every time he comes down this way, he comes right. to get his growler filled. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I'm like, what do you usually get? He's like, I don't know, whatever yeah, they got. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever they yeah, that's, that's a unique thing is you don't know what's until really that that weekend yeah what we're gonna have so yeah no that's awesome man so how how do people find you like so a lot of people will be listening to this in arizona so they can follow you on like right. instagram instagram facebook. facebook yeah twitter um all the social medias yeah big okay. social media networks yeah, yeah. facebook and instagram i think are the biggest things Mostly. Yeah. yeah it's just so easy for us to do right, right. twitter's a pain in the yeah. ass man yeah, yeah. And it's confusing right yeah. it's so yeah. confusing yeah. It's like, i don't do twitter i don't do it either no so <laughs> if josh is doing it, it we have it but <laughs> right. if not then we don't have it yeah. so <laughs> just look for it it might be there yeah, yeah. but yeah. if you guys are ever riding driving through columbiana county or whatever come down and see these guys they're right on uh, is it main street right on main street right south main street yeah yeah 16 south main street columbiana Yep. Cool, cool. Well, hey, thanks, man. I oh, yeah. It. Thanks for making thanks. the trip out. Yep. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. As always, hope you enjoyed it. If so, huge favor I'm asking of you. Give me a rating and review on iTunes. Get me up there in the rankings. Let's spread the word on this show. I actually just got a new review a few days back. Pretty awesome. This is from Exit to Lef, L-E-F. Good production quality and local focus. I hope to hear a whole lot more from this podcast. Well, exit two left. You can plan on that because I don't plan on stopping this for a long time. So next episode, I head over to Peoria and check out a brewery that I think is going to really change the game. They got a pretty badass brewer out of Colorado. So tune in next time. In the meantime, always remember, stay awesome. <laughs>